Hello and welcome to the Glow Up with Becca podcast. I'm Becca and I'm going to be your host through this series, interviewing different people about their health and fitness journeys. Some people might talk about weight loss, others fitness and others about finding their authentic selves. I'm really excited that you're here to join me on this journey. So let's get started. It's time to Glow Up with Becca. Today's guest is my boyfriend, Chris, and I know a few of you know him from my TikTok and my Instagram account, and today gives you an opportunity to get to know him a little bit better and to hear all about how we have tackled giving up alcohol. So let's get started. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. First episode of 2022. Very exciting. Very exciting. And I'm sure a lot of people are doing dry January, so it Mm -hmm. seems like a really good time to talk about drinking. Chris is here with me today because we both decided to give up drinking and a question that I'm getting asked quite a lot is why? Why did we stop drinking? Why did we stop drinking? So today we're going to talk a little bit about why we stopped drinking, how we found that and then we've got lots of questions that people have sent in that we're going to answer. So to kick start, how did it all happen? How did we stop drinking? So, yeah, the story behind stopping drinking. We were basically in Santorini in Greece and it started off really well, the holiday. It was good. And then we basically drank every night for the first four or five nights. Basically just got to the point where necessarily we weren't showing our best selves to each other. And this all culminated with a number of other things that were happening with work and just life in general. Yeah. And we were both kind of there and you got these amazing sunsets in a way. So you could really reflect mm-hmm. on what was important. And it just really got to the point where like, what, what is alcohol doing? Is it yeah. serving us? What is it adding to our lives? Yeah. I think that drinking is romanticised and in films it looks Mm -hmm. amazing and you think this is a special moment with a sunset, a few glasses of wine will make it better and maybe the first couple of drinks it does but then it just doesn't make you, I don't think it makes, certainly for me doesn't make me the best version of me and I think personally I feel that together I think I think loads of people feel this, where after a few drinks, you don't end up having the best night that you could have. Mm-hmm. I'd given up drinking before, so I'd given up for about five months, the start of last year, and I felt really good. Went back to socially drinking over summer, because I always planned to go back to drinking, but over time, I just, I just started to feel a bit rubbish again, yeah. and not really feel like myself. And it was on that holiday in Sandorini, I said to you I think I'm done yeah and I think this is a really cool point that maybe we can touch on to begin with because you had two very different mindsets when the first time you gave up alcohol so I didn't know you yeah but I was the reason you first drank again you were. and then obviously the second time you've given up in Santorini it's been much more of a definite no more alcohol yeah and I think that psychology could be really important for people because I'd imagine a lot of people are in that first step of the psychology where they're thinking about decreasing alcohol or potentially giving it up. Yeah. But the mindset is that, okay, but if special occasions occur, I will mm-hmm. drink. Yeah. And we all know how often special occasions can yeah. occur. <laughs> just it goes a, from a wedding yeah. to just a Tuesday. Just, yeah. And yeah. then... <laughs> Hard day at work. It's time to drink again. Every day becomes an opportunity. Yeah. But yeah, you're absolutely right. The first time I gave it up, when I started the first glow up, and mm-hmm. I thought to myself... I'm just going to give it up for a while. And I fully intended to go back to it. And it was actually on one of our dates that we went on that I decided to have a Prosecco. 
And after that, uh, we started to drink more and more. And I mm -hmm. think it starts off as just one or two drinks at the weekend. And then it's really easy to build that habit back in of weekday drinking, or if one of us had a tough day at work, yeah. picked up a bottle of wine on the way home. And then you're, you're kind of drinking small amounts, but regularly. And Definitely. that's never made me feel good. No, no. And I guess one thing to add on to that as well, then, is the second time that you stop drinking. One yeah. thing I'm impressed with you is you've got a good knowledge of the effect alcohol has in your body. So yeah. you were obviously telling me about ways that it affect hormones in the yeah. brain, how it could affect the men testosterone, yeah. different things that would eventually normalize again if mm -hmm. you had enough time of drinking. Yes. So maybe going through that would really help show people really some yeah. of the psychological and physiological reasons yeah. behind stopping drinking. It's amazing, isn't it? Because how alcohol affects your dopamine and your serotonin levels mm -hmm. was really a big reason that I wanted to go back to not drinking. So the way I'd explain it is that when you drink, your brain has an increase in dopamine. Over time, your, your body starts to expect that you're going to have a drink. So it stops to naturally produce its own dopamine, meaning that you've got a lower level than you would normally, and then you have that drink and it takes you back up to that baseline. Okay. Whereas over time, if you stop drinking, your body thinks, hmm, I haven't had that dopamine hit for yeah. a while. I need to start naturally producing yeah. my own. And dopamine's that real feel-good And dopamine's a yeah. feel-good yeah. hormone. Absolutely. So for me, I think thinking going into social situations, feeling a bit nervous, or I thought, you know, I want a bit of Dutch courage. It's actually because perhaps my dopamine level was just slightly below my baseline mm -hmm. and I, I was needing to top it up. Whereas now, having not drunk for... Um, over 90 days, I feel a lot more confident and I don't feel like I need that drink in a social yeah. situation. No, so that's a really good point because when we have been at social situations, maybe at first it felt a little bit awkward and we almost felt like yeah. we needed a drink. Now, this was almost immediately after stopping serving the first few weeks yeah. when we saw friends. Yeah. But now we don't even get to that point. And no. like you say, you, you actually find other things that you enjoy, have fun with that almost replace yeah. that that boost and that that feeling you get from having alcohol. I'm at that point now where, I, where people say, would you just have one, have one or two? Mm -hmm. But I, I, I feel like, what is the point yeah. at this stage? Because what is that going to do to me? I know for certain the next day I'm going to feel anxious. Yeah. I mean, I suffer a lot more with feeling anxious after drinking. It doesn't affect you as much, does no, it? No, not quite as much. But no. for me, I'd feel anxious. I know it will affect my sleep. I've listened to so many podcasts on this and I know that there's no amount of alcohol that you can have that will just that won't affect your sleep. So yeah, it's, it's gonna no be affected. Safe amount, is it? That's what it all That's kind of it. says. Yeah. yeah, no safe amount. So I know it's gonna make me anxious, I know it's gonna affect my sleep. I know that potentially I'm going to do or say things that I might regret. Mm -hmm. I mean, even after a couple of drinks, you you can start to feel like that. Yeah. And I know that I'm not gonna wake up feeling amazing, and that's how I wanna feel every yeah, day. Definitely. And I think one of the other really cool things about that is this isn't just something we've experienced. We can also see it happening because I know we both have the whoop straps, which track yeah. our sleep data. Yeah. And you've seen like sleep gets better. Yeah. Well, since we stopped, both of us have had better recoveries, yeah. better resting heart rate, better heart rate variability. Yeah. Like all the kind of metrics they look at have improved since stopping drinking. Yeah. On a regular basis as well. It's, yeah. Uh, it's very cool. A lot of things. So I guess there's the... There's the physical um, mm -hmm. health side of things um, and there's the mental health. I suppose it's hard to say if just giving up alcohol is the reason that we feel better because you stop drinking, 
you sleep better, mm -hmm. then you eat, you eat better, you hydrate more, and all of those things are interconnected, yeah. which is what leads to um, feeling better. I mean, I've, I've lost weight since we started giving up drinking, yeah. I think you have as well. Mm -hmm. We've both got so much more energy. Yeah. Yeah. We both work out way more than we were yeah. before. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Is alcohol is very easy to disrupt your kind of rhythm with that. So if you drunk, say, a Friday night, a Saturday night, yeah. you might only do your gym, your workout, your healthy eating routine three or four days of the week. Yeah. Um, and alcohol would disrupt the rest of it. Whereas literally like this, like, I mean, we're going to be getting up tomorrow, what, about half six, getting ready for park, park runs. Park runs, yeah. And yeah, like things like that, which can be difficult to get up for on a Saturday. It's yeah. almost like... That's something we look forward to. That's yeah, almost yeah. turning our Friday nights and turning into Saturday mornings from that respect. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's about shifting that time, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I value mornings so much more now that I don't drink yeah. because I know that I wake up every single morning feeling feeling fresh. Yeah, you can get so much done early on too. Oh, the amount of time that you save through not drinking is insane. It really is. So we've had some questions come through. Yep. Uh, why don't we answer a few of those? Do you want okay. to Okay, yeah, out? so the first question is how to approach social situations where there is a lot of alcohol, for example, weddings or birthdays? Yeah, so this is tough and we've encountered mm -hmm. this. Yep. Um, so we went alcohol-free over Christmas and a couple of our family members found that tough, didn't they? Yeah. Because alcohol has been a real way to celebrate and mm -hmm. I, I, that's normal. I think that is the, no the societal norm. Mm -hmm. um, so saying, no, I'm not going to be drinking, there's been quite a few questions about, about why. But we've, we've just stuck to our guns and we've done a lot of taking alternative drinks. So for example, the drink we're having tonight is one that we got from M&S. It's a zero alcohol, we've got a sparkling rosé and then we've also yeah. got a sparkling white. Yeah. Um, but it, I think having something in your hand, that makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. So I think the alcohol-free alternatives, yeah. we've tried a lot of different alcohol-free gins and that's been quite fun really, hasn't it? Yeah. So that, that's massively helped. I yeah. think it takes a little bit of time socially to accept yourself that you don't need a drink to unwind. Mm -hmm. I think that that's a tough bit. That's probably one of the toughest parts. Yeah, it's it's such an interesting dynamic with drinking, because if you were to go to a group of friends, oh, I'm stopping smoking. Yeah, like, yeah. They're all going to be really like happy for you, and they're going to be like, that's great, that's amazing. Whereas if yeah. you go to that same group of friends and go, look, guys, I'm stopping alcohol. Yeah. Like I even remember like what the sponsors I got was like, oh, that's gonna be fun, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. you kind of it's instantly got that kind of reputation that if you don't drink, you, you can't really yeah. have fun. Yeah, it's um, so true. And I probably used to think this. Mm -hmm. I think in the past, I would have said, it's not as fun going on a night out if you're not drinking, yeah. or it's not as fun going to a wedding if you're yeah. not drinking. And I, I'm not sure if it was the book Alcohol Explained that talked about this. One of the books that we've read, we'll definitely come on to talking about that book because yeah. that was a real game changer. Definitely. But it's about the... It's about how you approach it, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're going into a night thinking, I can't drink, so I'm probably not gonna have fun, you're not yeah. very likely to have fun. But if you're going in and you're thinking, I'm, I've got a night where I'm spending it with friends and family, yeah. it's gonna be a nice occasion, everyone's gonna be dressed up, yeah. and I'm looking forward to it, that's, that's a very different Definitely. version of the story. And it's a really cool psychology anyway, because you think if someone's driving to an event, how often do people go, oh, I can't really enjoy myself, I'm driving, I'm yeah. not drinking, and instantly yeah. they'll write off yeah. how they feel that event's gonna go, yeah. the resentment of the driving. Yeah. Whereas, like, 
when you you can drive whatever because you're not drinking, it's not so much of a big deal. And yeah. then obviously, yeah, you're still well, you learn, don't you, to kind of enjoy the events yeah. of alcohol. Yeah. So I suppose that's one of the biggest things, going into it thinking it's going to be fun, I'm going to enjoy it and think mm -hmm. of all the, the good things of the event. Yeah. Have an alcohol-free alternative. Yeah. Um, I know that, that a lot more bars are stocking alcohol-free alternatives, which is really good. So there's more options. Definitely. But um, something I heard recently was confide in somebody else who's going and mm -hmm. say, look, I'm not drinking anymore because it makes me feel so much better, happier, I enjoy my life, and I know that you're gonna be at that event and I'll, I'll really love it if you could support me. Yeah. So that you've got somebody, you've got a cheerleader. Yeah, definitely. Like, and just, I think, just asking people to maybe if they don't agree with it, but just to respect your decision. Like yeah. at the end of the day, you're doing yeah. this for the right reasons. You're doing it for your health and other factors. And your happiness. So happiness yeah. and like, their good time does not rely on you being drunk yeah. like it, it's not that dynamic i know it's a social interaction but yeah. you can still have a great time there even without drinking when other people are drinking it's that classic yeah. thing isn't it those who protest the most yeah um you're holding a mirror up and they're perhaps thinking about their own drinking and their yeah. own relationship with drinking and and that's difficult and um, mm -hmm. we've decided not to drink anymore but others perhaps it hasn't crossed their mind once and yeah. and suddenly maybe they're starting to think about that mm -hmm. and i think the last thing i'd want to do is make somebody else in a social situation feel bad for the choice they've made mm -hmm. i don't want that at all i just don't want them to do the same back to me yeah. so it is it is a tough one with events but i think the first few there might be a few questions i went to a work event um last year and there were no um, alcohol-free drinks being offered on arrival so i felt a bit awkward mm -hmm. and i thought i'm gonna have to ask somebody for a drink and then naturally my like co-workers are saying well, what are you drinking it's different mm -hmm. are you not drinking and i think society has a long way to go with it yeah but you just have to think to yourself the next morning you're gonna feel amazing and they're mm -hmm. perhaps not going to and so you, you just have to go with with how you feel mm -hmm. and the impact it's having on your life it's tough though i don't think we can get away from the fact that it's it's right. still not easy to yeah. say that you don't drink is there anything you miss about drinking alcohol there's a couple of occasions there is that end of the week feeling like yeah. oh it'd be nice to just get a, open a bottle of wine mm -hmm. and then there's also another occasion i can think of recently is we were both just a bit bored yeah. And we were saying, oh, it'd be quite fun if we just had a few drinks. Yeah, right. It is like a form of entertainment, isn't yeah, it? Drinking, it, right? it makes yeah. boring things more fun. Mm -hmm. Like if you're on an event and you think, oh, I've had a few drinks, maybe this would be a bit more fun. Yeah. Then it's in a boring event. and you. you it does become be, a bit more fun. <laughs> but it does yeah. become a bit more yeah. fun temporarily. But what you're actually doing is taking a time that you're not enjoying. Yeah. <laughs> and and then you're, you're having Forcing a few drinks. Yeah. And then you're going to feel awful the next day and that's mm -hmm. so not worth it. Definitely. Yeah, I think the thing is, is like, I don't think there's anything necessarily I miss about drinking, mm -hmm. but I definitely don't kind of necessarily regret all the stuff that's happened in the past. Like there have been some good memories, there have yeah. been some fun times and stuff like that too. But yeah. I think they're so fleeting and few between and really yes. the majority of the times maybe drinking is chasing after those kind of yes. nice news events. Whereas really they're, they're quite a small majority of the overall I, kind of amount of drinking. 
I think in Alcohol Explained, he talks about that where he says, we have this version of events in our head where mm -hmm. every time we've had a drink, it's been a really fun time yeah. and we've really connected and bonded. But I don't know what the statistics are. Yeah, there was a word for that. I can't remember what it was either, where uh, we basically look back at things that have happened in our past and yeah. we only focus on the good points of them, yeah. not realising it. And they were like saying it, like people having fond memories of wartime or fond yeah. memories of other things, when really the whole event was was pretty awful yeah but you seem to have these like memories of different aspects of it yeah. that then come to the forefront and i think that's just how we're wired as human beings to try and yeah. maybe look at the the better side of things just from kind of an evolution maybe some kind of positive yeah. bias i was just thinking rose tinted glasses yeah it is that completely tinted. completely <laughs> Have you given up forever or do you think you might go back to drinking? Now, this is a really good one because we have two quite different takes on this. We do. Yeah. So for me, I'm done forever. Mm -hmm. That's it. And I mean, I do feel lucky that I've got you to support me in that. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes a huge difference because I know that you're not going to say anything that's going to like pressure me in any way. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't think it makes our relationship worse. I think we'll come on to this. I think it only makes it better. Yeah. <laughs> Not drinking, especially for me. So for me, that's it. I'm done. I mean, everything in my life gets better when I yeah. stop drinking. I have more energy. I sleep better. I'm happier. I do well at work. Mm -hmm. There's most certainly a correlation there. Yeah. So for me, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. From my perspective, there are things socially, and this is where we come from being social beings, that I think I would potentially drink at again, not to the same levels, not to the same excesses, mm -hmm. but potentially at events like friends' weddings, yeah. and just those really kind of, yeah, stag do's, those things where alcohol is a big part of the culture of the event. Yeah. I think that for me, but I mean, we'll, we'll see. I haven't done yet and I have been on similar yeah. things, but it's something I've thought about. I'm definitely not ready to completely go. Yeah, it's, Do you think it's done yet. there's more pressure on men and like that lad culture to drink at these kind of social events? Because I'm not sure whether women would put that pressure on in the same way. Mm -hmm. yeah, from guys, definitely like it's a huge culture. You look in sport, you look in everything, there's a culture of drinking and everything. And that yeah. is kind of almost a way of getting acceptance into yeah. the group is like, you, you look back, you've got initiations for sports teams always involving yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Whereas if you sat them out and was like, look, I'm not drinking. Yeah. I don't know whether you'd get to that same level. And I think that's the hard thing. I think until we really stop having this association with alcohol and yeah. kind of the tribe and the culture, yeah, it's, it's going to stay that way, definitely. So women are, are more likely to open up to each other and, and mm -hmm. say how they're feeling. But perhaps men are more likely to do that at like you know down the pub after a few beers and start yeah. opening up. So maybe there's still a little bit of work in society that needs to be done on mm -hmm. how men can communicate how, kind of how they're feeling about things yeah. without yeah, needing the social lubricant. For me, for me that's it. But for you, social occasions possibly, yeah. possibly, but just see see how it goes. And I think either way, you support me in completely giving yeah. up, and then I support you if you socially drink yeah then yeah you wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind yeah yeah exactly are alcohol free alternatives bad like are they full of sugar okay is it best to replace or to cut out i think we both know the answer to this yeah one. actually quite a lot of the alcohol free are less calorie less sugar yeah less than the originals i don't know if it says on this one in particular um but yeah per 125 milliliter it's 28 calories yeah so that is like a full glass like this so obviously we don't have an alcoholic version to compare to but most of them are either equal to or less 
burning oh, calories and sugar in yeah. it. Yeah, I think so. I think definitely less. Yeah. And then obviously the way that alcohol is metabolized, mm -hmm. I was reading up about this and when you're when you're drinking alcohol, it's something to do with the way that your body stores fat mm -hmm. and it, it means that your body, any food you're eating around the time of drinking, yeah. it's just kind of, it's just getting stored so much more quickly. It's because of sugar and alcohol. So the body will always burn sugar as its primary source. Right. So where the sugar and the alcohol, there's a lot, your body is basically burning that mm -hmm. um, straight away. I think it was something like that yeah. that was going on. And then yeah. that means any other food you have, because all the calories are being used straight away, yeah. you're basically storing on your body as fat. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like even when people say, oh, I just have like a vodka, lime and soda, mm -hmm. the vodka, the way in which the alcohol is, is processing through your body, it is still, it's still not good for you and no. it's not going to help with weight management. Definitely. And that's been a big thing for me as well. Like when I, when I started drinking socially again, my weight plateaued. Yeah. And then actually over the next few months, I like gained a little bit of weight and now I'm, I'm back to where I was yeah. when I started drinking again and I'm cool. very happy with that. I guess one kind of final question then to kind of round this off is if someone was about to come up to you and say, look, Becca, yeah. I feel like I'm ready to stop drinking, but I yeah. just can't quite take that first step. Mm -hmm. What advice would you have for someone who is on the verge of about to stop drinking, okay. but is just about to take that step? Good question. Alcohol Explained for me was such a game changer. We both listened to it on audiobook on the way mm -hmm. back from that holiday in Greece. Yeah. And after that, I mean, I was convinced, but I did then go on to listen to quite a few podcasts. Yeah. So I'd say, look, look for some books, look for some resources, listen to some podcasts. You know, I love a walk. So I'd mm -hmm. go out on a walk and put some of those podcasts on. And then I think take a break and trial it. Cause yeah. I think so often we go a few days and we say, oh, I feel so much better. But what about going a month or even 90 days and seeing how you feel? Because I would describe how I feel after giving up after a few days versus yeah. 90 days. This is like superhuman yeah. feeling level. The Definitely. difference is insane. So don't think to yourself it's forever, but just give yourself that opportunity to feel the best you ever have because I think it's completely worth it.